feels so marvelous. Old school, new school. So good, old school days in the hood. We used to play hot piece of butter on the block, and the girls used to play hopscotch and double dutch. I used to see old school heads on the block, popping glocks and slanging rocks, and drinking old gold, cause the curb stay cold. Much love to my old earth, cause she came from the old school, and she told me I gotta be cool. I can't be a fool, so I dropped the tools and copped them jewels. Young nigga, but I'm from the old school. Got a old school soul, got a old school flow, so let's take it back. To the old school, to when we used to roll dice, like four, five, six, and eating shrimp fried rice and chicken wings at the corner store. I remember old school games like hide and go seek and hide and go get it. We had jelly sandals and government cheese. It wasn't hard to please us, even though mama had a lot of stress on her mind. When times got hard, mama fell to her knees, cause she know we had needs. No more standing on the welfare line, no more eating at the soup kitchen. No more spending food stamps Cause those were the days, Mr. Marvelous I'm old school like Tupac I'm old school like D.I.G. Kid DJ Money Marv. Councilman of the Streets. Hey yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the kid DJ Money Marv. Right now you're locked into 631 Long Island Radio. Councilman of the Streets. Hey yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the kid DJ Money Marv. Right now you're locked into 631 Long Island Radio. What's going on, everybody, man? It's your boy, Money Marv, man of a conscious thought, man. I'm back on the radio, man. This is the first Sunday night. I am back on the air on a Sunday night. Feels good to be back. Feel good to be back on a Sunday night, man. It's your boy, Money Marv, the councilman of the streets. This is season one, the first Sunday night edition. I'm back at my my home slot, my home spot, lounge room studios. We live on the air right now. So, man, we got a lot of great topics to talk about. A lot of great discussions, man. You can call up at 631-557-8916. That is the number to call. 631 Long Island Radio. Um, I'm back. I'm back, man. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back on a Sunday night. 
where I'm, where I'm supposed to be. Um, you know what I mean? So for people out there, man, you gotta, if you're Facebook Live or whatever, man, you gotta click that link, man, to hear the full show. So, um, that's pretty much it. And that's pretty much what I'm gonna tell you. Um, well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna start the show. You know, I got some interesting, some interesting topics tonight. So we got some interesting topics and we're gonna talk about, um, relationships. We're gonna talk about, <laughs> prison corruption, police corruption, all that type of good stuff as well. So, um, definitely looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna start the show off like this, um, with a, one of my subjects for Sunday night, can relationships get in the way of your goals? To a degree, I think they can. But it all depends on the individual and the person that you're dealing with and who, who who your significant other is, whether you guys compromise or you guys work together. But sometimes, let me say something. The reason why I think relationships can get in the way of your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, and my biggest reason for saying this is this, fellas and ladies, infidelity when there's infidelity in the relationship and your significant other questions what you're doing that's because there's infidelity in your relationship there's trust factors there's issues that we tend to overlook as men and women and the reason why that i say this is because you know what i've been down this journey myself i've been down this road before and I've dealt with a lot of different things and I've dealt with a lot of different women in my lifetime to know why does relationships get in the goals and get in the way of your, of your goals. And the biggest reason, as I just said a second ago, is because infidelity issues and things you have going on at home with your girlfriend, your wife or whoever, whoever it may be. When people aren't 100% for what you're doing and it's because, you know, your girlfriend, she may feel like your goals and your dreams and aspirations are like far-fetched sometimes. And we tend to forget the fact that we sometimes don't have realistic goals and realistic aspirations on the things that we want to do. And I get it when people feel like you can't achieve certain things. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You always got to run into those different situations and those different things in your relationships because, because, you know, your, your significant other, you know, has doubt in your relationship and what's and what you have going on. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's right for people to, you know, you know, to, to overlook what you want to do in your relationship. But a lot of times those are the reasons why. And a lot of times, you know, there's jealousy factors. There's other factors out there that we tend to overlook as men and women. And so if you're trying to, um, let me see. Let me give a hypothetical. 
if you're trying to be an entertainer, right? And your significant other has an issue with that because she see that it's women around or it's if you're a female, it's men around. And those issues can occur because there's trust factors. So yes, relationships can get in the way of your goals and your dreams and your aspirations. So with that being said, it's like we have to learn to trust our partners but sometimes it's hard to do that when you know there's issues in the relationship and i'm not an expert on this this is just things that i've had experienced in my lifetime you know trying to be a recording artist and trying to um make it in the music industry and when people really don't see it's possible for you first thing they do is they doubt you they say oh man you're wasting your time that ain't gonna work go get a real job you got responsibilities you got priorities and i don't think that's just the music industry that's with a lot of the pink industries whether it's sports or you know fashion and different things like that so those 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 factors do play a major part into your relationship when you're trying to achieve goals and you got dreams and you got aspirations so they definitely can get in the way because there's doubt in your relationship and there's doubt in what you want to do as far as career choices and trust me man I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely one to to know exactly how that is and how that goes. So, um, you know, I, I, I definitely get it. I've been there before myself, so I already know what it is. So just touching on that, the reason why I touch on that is because I have a lot of different friends and they go through different things in their relationships with their significant others and my girl be hating and she be hating and she be fucking talking shit about what I want to do that's because you know there's been doubt in your relationship so yes relationships can get in the way of your goals yes absolutely absolutely can um and with that being said it's like this folks Re- try don't you know try to rebuild certain things in your relationships and make it better and and just have better understanding amongst each other as people we are humans we all make mistakes we all do things that we shouldn't do but we do them at the time and the moment that we're in so i definitely you know get it that it can be an issue sometimes <laughs> when it comes to those type of things. Um, And not only that, listen, be there for your significant other, support them, even if you don't agree with what their goals are and you don't agree with what their aspirations are, but support them, show them that, you know what, I'm a, I'm a put a little effort into this and I'm a, and I'm a, I'm a back you up 100%. So, that's what we need sometimes in relationships is our significant others to come through and back us up and be there to support us 
in our time of need. Um, very big issue that goes on all the time, and a lot of people don't even realize that, you know, like when you want, when you're aspiring to do things and your significant other just don't agree with it, it's because there's infidelity and there's motherfucking um, trust issues in the relationship. And we have to learn how to work around that. <laughs> we got to learn how to work around that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break really quick. And then um, we're going <laughs> to, you know what I mean? We're going to actually, I'm going to talk about sports a little bit. A lot of things going on in the NBA. That's pretty interesting, man. <laughs> and And for the New York Knicks, you guys suck as an organization, as a franchise. You guys will never be the same, so don't be mad at me, man. But I'm going to get into this commercial break really quick. I'm going to get into this commercial break really quick, real fast, and we're going to get back into some more culture talk. Yeah, man. Well, I got, I got a few topics I want to touch on, but we're going to stick to this one. Okay, 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 okay. And listen, folks, for those who don't listen, man, I got Brother Malik on the line. Good good brother of mine's, man. You know what I'm saying? So we just having that. We about to, you know, get into a little bit of, you know, culture talk and all that other good stuff. So, with the, so, so where you calling from right now, Brother Malik? Well, right now we got currently I'm in a Phoenix house facility, not doing my own, but uh, I'm sitting I'm sitting in Phoenix house right now in a hop Okay, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. Phoenix house now. For for those that don't know what Phoenix house is, break that down for me. Uh, Phoenix house is an inpatient, ninety day to almost a year uh, drug treatment facility. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you, I got you. Gotcha. Now, you can, I mean, you can either be sitting here doing it. You can come in from your own accord. You can be mandated through court, or you can be mandated through parole. Gotcha. gotcha. Depending on the situation, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. So now I know we 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 talked about this, you know, briefly, and you know, uh, you know, a couple months back, man. So now, you know, and I seen that video you sent me by the way, too, man. Of um. Other, other, other policemen up there in Clinton Correctional Facility, Danamar, New York, man, killing that brother, man. So you know that was pretty, pretty crazy, man. Like that shit was pretty. Yeah, that, that video was um was was actually sent to me from the New York Times. Um, it's a New York Times report that they did. Um, 
uh, they got the actual video. And throughout the video, you can see that the man is unresponsive, but they keep saying that he's resisting. Um, the officers is holding him up with their elbows and arms, trying to do the best that they can to hold him up. They're dragging him around, telling him stop resisting, stop resisting, while the man is dead. He's been dead for, for quite some time. So, Dang. you can basically see the color green from his face. You can see that his feet are no longer have any type of um, blood flowing through him. He got his arms hyper extended behind him and he's still cuffed. And they're trying to do CPR while he's cuffed, saying that he's a threat when he's dead. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely that was definitely crazy, bro. I was like, what the f- what the fuck? Like, yo, yo, man. I mean, this is this is this is the the the, the, the thing that society uh, doesn't realize, it doesn't see. They just think that you know when when they send someone to prison or they go to prison, they they don't see that. They think it's uh, oh, it's just a new black, or, or or they think it's Oz or whatever TV show that the. Uh, uh, they have put out there to stigmatize it. That's what it is. But yeah. it's actually, it's actually big guys. It's actually lies, man. They, they yeah. might give you the real story. Very true. Very true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. They give it. Yeah, I, spent, I spent 12 years of my life behind them walls, man. And I know what it's like to, you know, wake up and the dude next to you is dead. You know, the police done did something to frame somebody. They believe that, you know, they are holier than thou and better than thee since they have a badge. Very true, word. You ain't never lie about that shit, man, bro. But the, the, the difference is, you you know, when you when you got that badge, when you went to the academy and got that badge, you you swore to an oath. You said that you were here to protect and serve. And lately, all we're seeing is officers are no longer taking that oath to heart. They're not protecting and serving. They're out here killing with a license. Facts, 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 facts. You know, and it, 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 it's not. Um, we can't blame it. We can't blame it on product of environment. We can't blame it on anything else. It, 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 it's not the upbringing of the parents because you even have kids that are, are stopping and cooperating with the police and they're still getting shot. They're still getting killed. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a lot of a lot of bullshit, man, with the police in this day and age. And like... You know? Like, even now when I spoke, when I spoke to you a few months ago about my situation, you know, they came to my house, did a, a legal raid, all type of stuff. I'm on national parole. And you come into my house and you serve a county parole. And my parole also knew nothing about it. Mm. Mm. So you came into my house, you raided my house, you didn't find nothing because I wasn't doing anything illegal. I was at work at the time, you know. You basically uh, put down my two-year-old son on the floor. You had my 17-year-old daughter naked in the back room. You had my wife thrown in the car and she got MS and, and she's deaf. And you got her thrown in the car. For no reason whatsoever, you didn't have probable cause to enter my house. You didn't have anything. So, so, so basically, they 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 falsely arrested you and and falsely entered your your property without them having valid justification for it, right? They didn't have no they didn't have no justification whatsoever. They they have uh, um, from an outpatient drug program. They had illegal information that was protected by the HIPAA law. That they so so kindly violated, breached the contract, and went and uh, grabbed my confidential medical records, which was not signed out for any separate parole officer, which was only signed due to a HIPAA agreement, was signed for the Department of Nassau County Parole and Parole Officer Parish. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
So they went above and beyond their, their, their due diligence to try their best to try to uh, apprehend me. Upon them apprehending me, they, you know, basically lied all the way through. The officer said I fled from them. In front of my house, I fled from them. Um, they t- I took the police on a high-speed chase, and I, 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 I um, took the, uh, the welfare of parole and other pedestrians. I didn't give, I didn't give a care about, is what they said. But when I went to court, it was all thrown out. Mm. Mm, it was all subsequently thrown out in the court of law. So now why am I being penalized from parole if it was thrown out? Gotcha, gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. So basically... So now parole... Huh? So basically you're saying that Suffolk County... Suffolk County Parole Department, Division Department has it out for you, basically. Oh, yeah, we've been had a problem, you know, for years, man. Like they, like I said, man, I was 16 years old when they beat me with a mag like flashlight for 20 minutes. And, you know, I have seizures from it now for the rest of my life. All type of things. This is a, a, a reoccurring situation with Suffolk County. Mm, I got you, I got you, I got you. You know, and so basically, you know, they, they, they have active vendettas against people and they keep doing it. They keep manipulating the system. And when you try to speak out about it, they want to silence you or they don't want you to speak or they don't want you to talk or they don't want someone who knows how to articulate themselves, have an intelligent conversation with people to get their point across. They get scared of people like that. They, they were scared of Malcolm X. They were scared of Martin Luther King. They were scared of people that can articulate their words and the people will understand what they were saying and stand behind those people. So this is what they're afraid of. This is why they try to silence people and lock them up. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with you 100% on that. You know, it's definitely, you know, that that type of situation always going on amongst the, you know, the, the court systems and, you know, the, with the, with law enforcement agencies, not just street police, you know, parole, probation, you know, the corrections officers, you know, there's definitely a lot of injustice for a lot of, you know, a lot of people out there, man. And a lot of people don't realize that this system is pretty much a web and a trap and it's designed for you to fail. You know what I'm saying? It's designed for you, it's designed for you to fail. Because once you're in that system, you can forget about it, man. You sucked in that web. Trust and believe me. When you are locked in that system, man, forget about it, man. Like, you can't get out, man. It's hard to get out that system. And that's why I tell... You, you can't you can get out, man. Because like, like I said, you can't get out, man. It's just how you go about getting out, man. It, it's either you're going to fight for what you believe in or you're going to let them just pull the wool over your eyes and just go like the sheep in, in, in the herd and just keep moving. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the person in the situation. I took my 12 years of being locked up and decided to educate myself. They always said if they wanted to hide knowledge from me, they hide in a book. Well, I read every book. Mm. So now that I know the law, I know you can't play me with it. You can't use it against me, and I have your black and white, and that's what I'm using to fight back. Yeah, and yeah. because of that, you are uh, uh, trying to stagnate me and put me into a, a rehab facility, figuring that I will not be able to... Uh, uh, make legal copies or do certain things or, or be I will be stagnated. Yeah, but yeah. All you did was basically give me more time to think and clear my mind even better. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I definitely understand. You know, it's like, you know, keep you keep you away from um 
keep you away from, you know, your knowledge, knowledge yourself and knowing what's right, you know, and that's the, and I think that's the biggest problem too. A lot of us aren't educated when it comes to, you know, the law, you know, a lot of us aren't educated about those things because, you know, every two to three months, the laws change, you know what I mean? And they change because we have racist, you know, politicians, racist people involved in law enforcement. So when you have racist people in those positions, trust and believe, man, they're going to make racist laws because we have racist politicians and, and that's what they do to try to, you know, keep folks down and keep people, you know, you know what I'm saying, away from... You already know that they, you know, if, if if most if most people of color will understand, man, they can enact slavery. And you, when you're in a position of being in jail, the um, the Constitution tells them that they can enact slavery. Mm, they can enact slavery if you are held for bondage. You, they can enact slavery. They can treat you as a slave. Mm, interesting. This Very. is in their own black and white. This is in their, their constitution. They they bonded contract. This is what they stand on every day. Facts. Facts. But nobody Facts. takes the time to, to look. Yeah. No one takes the time to step back and say, "Well, let me educate myself on how to how to how to move around this or how to how to deal with this situation." Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're right about that. You 100 percent right about that. You know, and it's like even me myself. You know, I have to. Educate. Hold up a second. Too much microphone feedback. Hold on. Turn this mic down. Even me, myself, you know, I have to re-educate myself and reevaluate certain laws and certain constitutional laws that I know that that I do have that tend to get violated. You dig? Oh yeah, man. They 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 that First Amendment, man. Your freedom of speech and all that. They always trying to to, to pull a wool over people's eyes and say you can't yeah. say this or you can't say that or. You have to be politically correct when you say this. It's freedom of speech. That means I can speak freely. Definitely, definitely. And the way things are nowadays, man, it seems like there is no real freedom of speech in this day and age. The way all this craziness going on in the world, yeah, man, they trying to even take that away. They can't even tell you what what normal is, but they want to tell you what crazy is all the time. He's crazy. This person is, uh, he ain't right. Or, you know, they can't tell me what normal is. They can't tell their own children what normal is. Mm. They've been teaching. They've been teaching kids in school that Christopher Columbus discovered America for how many years? But how you discover something when somebody was already here? Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to understand this. This is the world that they've been pulling over people's eyes forever and ever, and nobody wants to pay attention to it. Nobody wants to to dig deep. Everyone's afraid to to be honest. And, and to speak out with honesty and truth. If you got truth on your side, can't no one stop you, man. Facts. I definitely agree with that 100% as, on as that. Long, as long as you are speaking the truth, there is no one who can stop you. There is nobody who can disagree with you. They can try to cover it up, but at the end of the day, what don't come out in the rinse, always come out when it dry. The lights always turn on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and my whole, like I said, with my whole situation, man, I got judges even saying in court minutes that I have mitigating circumstances, and they don't even know why I'm even locked up or why I'm in Phoenix house. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. So now, basically, you know, I sent you all. I sent you all the documentation, all the, the the legal stuff, everything that's going on. That's why I'm in the process of filing my 1983 civil rights. You know, they violated 
all across the board, the HIPAA violation, all types of stuff. Because I, I got the truth behind me. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid to speak out. I'm not afraid of that. You shouldn't be afraid to speak out. You should always be a, you should always, people should always speak out for what's right. You know, and a lot of times, you know, people don't like to speak out because people are afraid, even celebrities, even, you know, entertainers. A lot of people are afraid to speak out and, and, and really, you know what I mean? And touch on, touch on those things like that, brother. You know what I mean? And I definitely understand your position, man, because, you know, I've been to them same places you've been to. You know what I mean? We walked them same, you know, we walked them same main lines. You know what I mean? Yeah, listen, man, we grew up from the sandbox, man. So that's, you know, it, it's important for us to be on a level to where we can teach our children this stuff. Because this is this is the stuff that I I don't want, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but this is the stuff that they other people teach their children way in advance. White people teach their children how to manage money, how to get around laws, how to do all this stuff. But this is why we stay stagnant so badly. I hate to say it because we 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 always trying to keep up with the Joneses. We're not paying attention to education. Education is power, man. And we don't pay attention to that. We don't drill that down to our children. We let our children glorify the dude that was standing on the corner. That's what we did. We glorified the dude that was standing on the corner because he had the fast money, fast cars, and fast lady. So that's all we knew. But now that you know better, you gotta show better, you gotta teach better, you gotta let these teach your children how to walk righteously and not to, you know, walk on eggshells. Life is not about walking on eggshells, man. It's always a silver lining and there's no such thing as coincidences in life, man. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Everything. There's I, no such thing as a coincidence. I agree 100% with you. I definitely agree with you 100%. You know, us being, on, us being on, this, on this open forum right now, this is not a coincidence. This is already... Oh, damn, this is Hello? This is whether or not the people are ready to listen, man. That's the, that's the problem. Yeah, man. You're right. You're 100% right, you know. That's the problem, man. Some people, there might be some people listening on this station right now and be like, oh, man, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be well, knowing. Check this out, man. Check this out. Uh, Brian Benjamin passed the bill for all you brothers that don't know. 259i, executive law. 259i. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta speak up a little bit, brother Malik. I can't hear you. All right, you know, they just basically what I'm saying is that Brian Benjamin just uh, put a bill at the Senate. Uh, uh, Senate Bill 1343, changing Executive Law 259I, which governs post release, parole, all these things, uh, uh, supervision, and. It's been, it's been, it's, it's enacted. It's a bill now. It's, it's out there. So people don't know about it because they're not researching about it. So now nobody's giving them the information about it. So now tell me, so tell me this, brother. So now who is Brian Benjamin? So just for people who don't know. Uh, he, well, yeah, just inform everybody. From my understanding, from what I researched about him, he's a senator, uh, a Democratic senator, trying to get things changed for parole leave. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's pretty dope, man. That's... Well, he, he's one of those people that's for the people. He sees the, the injustice that the parole thing is doing. Because if you look up Executive Law 259 I from the beginning, it was stating that they can lock you and bond yourself for two years for no reason. For something as simple as a traffic violation. Or a jaywalking infraction. Hmm. 
Very interesting, man, that you say that, man. You know what I'm saying? I see you. You've been on you've been on your one two game and educating people, man. And you know what I mean? And for real quick, as I say this, for everybody, whoever misses the show, listen, man, you can go to anchorfm.com and you can catch the show there as well. Google Podcasts, Public Radio, you know what I mean? We definitely will re-air this show again. I just want to touch on everybody, man. Touch just Give everybody an update. But, yeah, I'm updating everybody, man. I got Brother Malik on the line, man. You know what I mean? You know, fellow comrade and myself, man. You know, Brother Malik, I I totally agree with you 100% on, um, you know, about the things that you're speaking on, man. Because, you know, as far as parole and the way parole operates, you know. Because when I was on parole, you know. My P.O., man, one time he walked up in my crib. I had to really, like, check him, like, yo, listen, man, you just can't walk up in my house. I don't care if I'm, uh, yeah. you know, I don't I don't care if I'm on, I'm on some type of paperwork or not, man. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't care about that, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm on papers. You're just not going to walk up in my house and, you yeah. know, act like you they running shit. You can't do that. You know, and yeah, you know, he, he, you know, he, he definitely, you know, he stood down. He, he, you know, he knew he was in violation. You know what I mean? I just had to pull his coat, you know, know, because at the end of the day, you know, even just like, you know, walking down the street, you know, when, you know, police ask you, yo, do you have identification? I don't have to show you no identification. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have to show you anything. I don't even have to talk to you. I don't even have to stop and talk to you. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just the fact that, you know, we got so many people, man, that out here, man, you know, people don't even understand that, understand the laws out here. And it's like, yeah, I don't have to show you ID. I don't have to stop and talk to you because I just personally feel like when a cop is stopping me, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm already in a custodial arrest. I'm being detained already. So being detained to me means that I'm under arrest. And now, since you have no real arrest for me, you are going to detain me and run my information and and basically, you know what I'm saying, and basically tell me that, you know what I'm saying, you want to find out who I am. And you just really running to see if I have any pending cases or warrants you know what I mean? So, so you can get an arrest. To, to further pursue, to further pursue, to further pursue and concrete your reason for stopping me—that's what you're looking for. You're looking for you you're on a fishing expedition, as they like to call it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I mean, the pro, you know, he, you know, here in you know Long Island, man, I, I see this all the time. Is that a lot of us, you know? You know, we don't know. We don't know the law, man. A lot of people don't know the law. You know, a lot of times when I get encountered with police, sometimes, you know, I get a bit standoffish and defensive at times because I just expect bullshit from police personally. Yeah. You know, I just expect bullshit from the police. We we already have a. We already have a guard up When, when it comes to them. We already have our guard up because we already know. What it's hitting for. Like I said, when I was 16, man, I had came back from Texas, and this is when the police had beat me in my head, man, for 20 minutes with a mag-like flashlight. They basically said that uh, uh, they, they pulled up on me. They said, you know, we want to, uh, do you have identification? I said, yeah, I do have identification. What are you stopping me for? 
They said, uh, we got a call. I said, a call about what? They said, sir, we just want your identification and we're going to put you in cuffs for our own safety. I said, that is not happening. I did not, I'm not being detained. I didn't do anything wrong. And I refused to let you put me in cuffs. They pulled out their mag light flashlight and commenced to beating me. And then I got charged with resisting arrest and all this other stuff behind me defending myself on camera. Yeah, man, you know, it's funny, you know, it's funny you say that, man, you know, as you as you talk about being that age, man, I remember, you know, you know, I did break the law. But, you know, in this particular situation, you know, I got into I got into a fight with a kid. You know, we were kids, man. I got into a fight, broke this kid's jaw. They came to my house two days later, man, the police trying to yoke me up. And I'm like, yo, man, you ain't gotta, you ain't got, you ain't gotta rough me up. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you ain't gotta rough me up. You ain't gotta put my, put, put hands on me. And all of a sudden, you know, he punched me in my face, and I punched him in the face. You know, it's, you know, so, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, man, it's up to these people, it's up to everybody listening to, um. Yeah. Do your knowledge, man. Do your due diligence, man. Do your research. They got, um, policy and procedure your... laws that they got to follow, man. They got out in the public. All you got to do is look at it, man. They got smart yeah. phones for dumb people now, man. Look, <laughs> look at your phone. Do the policy and procedure laws. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, you on your phone all day up in Facebook. Google yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, facts. You're right. You absolutely. Right there. Public information, man. Everything that's public you can get, man, is public information, man. You you know, you know what you know what I'm these, these now, these now. Huh? You, you know what I'm gonna say, man. You gotta understand the you gotta understand the culture that we come from and the people that we that 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 we come from, especially in the urban community, especially people who are from the urban culture, like me and you and myself. You gotta remember, bro. A lot of these people are literally illiterate. You get what I'm saying? A lot of these people are illiterate, yeah. and nobody. And, and and nobody even nobody people don't even pick up on that that majority of the people from our culture is illiterate a lot of them got seventh grade reading levels eighth grade math level half these cats man this conversation will go over this this, this thing will go over a lot of people's heads you dig what i'm saying <laughs> this shit will go over y'all. Nah, bro. I, I know we laughing and shit, but it's the truth, bro. This shit will go no, over. Listen. This shit listen, will go. You know why we both laughing? Because we know it's true, though. We know it's true. That's why we laughing about it. We know it's true. We we don't we don't sat down in the trenches with half of these dudes and and then then watch them do some of the stupidity or do some of the stupid things they done did and be like, yo, what's wrong with you, like? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean. It, I mean, and that that's what, yo, listen, that's what public uh, uh, police servants, correctional officers, they play on that, man. They know that this gentleman only has an eighth grade reading level, and he was in jail for such amount of time, never got his GED, never did nothing, never did this, and they play on that. They use that to their ability. They use that. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. It's yeah, like definitely. Now, it's like now with the new, yeah. the new marijuana laws that's coming around, and they trying to pass this and pass that. Marijuana has been decriminalized for years. You can carry an ounce for personal consumption as long as it's not bagged up individual for sale. It is a misdemeanor. But nobody pays attention. Nobody wants to sit and read. I, I agree with you 100% on that. You know, nobody, and this... nobody wants to sit and read. Nobody wants to take the time 
and sit down and dig into a book or to, to reason stuff. But you want to read the 48 Laws of Power and everything else. That ain't got nothing to do with, nothing to do with what you're trying to accomplish in life. And then you have the nerve to try to pass that book down to somebody else, knowing that he only got seventh grade reading level on everything he's reading in there. He think he's going to get this infinite power and wisdom out of this book. Uh, repeat that again. Repeat that again. Repeat it again. What you... <laughs> yo, 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 my G, you is so right. You are so right. Now listen, if you don't have the cognitive intelligence to understand that what they're saying to you, how do you expect to comprehend what is in a book that is telling you these are the 48 laws of power that these people use to get into power? You can't even comprehend a three-word sentence. Yeah, yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> Word, you ain't double lie. Yeah, you got... The first, book, the first book you want to tell your girl to send you in jail is, yo, baby, send me the 48 laws of power. Wait, wait, and, yo, send me the 50 law joint, that, that 50 cent down. Yeah, yeah, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot a lot of, of dummies, right? I can't have a cognitive intelligence conversation with you about anything. Truth. Yeah, very true. You got to, man. You got to, man. Yeah, you got to, man. You got to, man. What's so crazy is that, like I said, there's no coincidence, man. It's people that have been through it, like me, you, a few other people, you know. We done been through it, and it's on us at the end of the day to be able to convey a message to the people or convey a message to the younger circle and be able to reach them, reach them in a way that they can be reached and taught. You know, some people are audio, some people are visual, man, and it's up to us to be able to convey a message properly to them to where they understand it and they grasp a, a strong handhold onto it, and they're able to elevate from there. And actual factual right there. That's actual factual right there. You're right. You know, um, I'm a visual person. Young kids, you want to be able to convey a message to them, but you, you can't even speak their lingo right now. You don't even know what they're saying. They run around talking about no cap. And all this other stuff, and you looking at them like what they talking about? Yeah. But you expect them, to, but you expect them to understand to a pick message up, of yeah. empowerment. Yeah. Or, or you expect them to understand a message of, hey, brother, don't be standing on the corner doing what you're doing. Like we done did this for you, and that's not the way to go. Facts. Now they, nowadays, I agree. They want to see results, man. They run around grabbing AKs and, and, and AR-15s, and they want to shoot up all houses and think that's cool. <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely. What I love for being in jail is dead. Yeah. They dead. Very true, very true. Um Al Capone got the Al Capone got What's up? Yeah, yeah. What what yeah, what you really talk about? <laughs> with you bro you know the reason why I don't really touch on a lot of these type of situations is because you know you got a lot of people man that when you're touching on these situations you know the conversation becomes I want to say apples and oranges you dig me <laughs> you know it become apples and oranges and a lot of times I really don't even like to speak on those type of situations because 
you know, you got a lot of people. Go ahead, bro. They call Thomas emotions out, man. That's why he don't like to speak on it, man. <laughs> yeah, that too, man. It, it just, it be, you know, it just. They call Thomas. They be in their feelings. You know. You know they can't. They can't articulate a point after a certain degree of anger. They can't articulate a point. They can't have a, a normal sit down conversation about what's really going on. Facts. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I, you know, and I, as you say that, like, you know, people get emotional. Yeah, you're right. I just don't like to touch on it because a lot of this shit is apples and oranges and motherfuckers just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And you can't explain to a person that that never been through the system. You know what I'm saying? They, they can't relate to what you and I have went through and experienced. You know what I mean? Oh, no, and that's why when I put on my post, you know, I had to break stuff down for layman terms. Like, you know, they don't yeah. know what credit card swipes is. They don't know what going through Attica is. And you go to the yard and you're getting credit card swipes every time. <laughs> Facts. All the time. Yeah. They don't know what that is. A civilian will never know what that is because they ain't never been through that. That's why you trying to tell a civilian he's snitching. He's just being an upstanding citizen. He don't know what snitching is. <laughs> true, 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 true. I, I give you that on that one. You know, I'm gonna just say truthfully, everybody know what telling is, man. Cause see, I, listen, listen, tell, telling, listen, telling and snitching is two different, two different ball games. Okay. Go to civilized people. You know, we come from the hood. We got a different code, man. Anything telling or snitching is the same thing to us. You heard? Yeah, pretty much, man. If you, you know, like, you know, shit. If the, if the old lady looking out the window, man. You know, being called the police because she see me breaking into a house. You know, I, you know, I guess she's just doing a, you know, the deed of a good citizen. So I, I, I get it on that aspect of it. You know, what I mean, I definitely get it on that aspect of it. It's a little upset too much, Mike. Um, for me, you know, it's like, you know, Mike's. You know, I've definitely experienced some of the same things. You know. I just kind of just want them type of people, man. Like, you know, if I get, if I put myself in those situations, I deal with those situations. I handle those situations. I don't run from them. I just, all right, cool, man. If I'm on a run, you know what? I'm going to turn myself in, go to court, man, get my time over with. That's it. I ain't telling on nobody if I'm in the wrong. But if I'm not in the wrong, I'm definitely going to fight for what, for what's right. You know what I mean? But if I'm in the wrong, I can accept it. I can accept being wrong. Absolutely. It's like, like I said, man, all fall back on the caliber of person, man, at the end of the day. Because I took my 12 years in prison, and I did something with it, man. You know, I could have been playing razor tag with the boys. I've been running around chasing the bag or, you know, playing playing weightlifting games and all this other stuff. But I took my time. Uh-huh. And, man, I, I got myself an education in it. You know, they, they give yeah. out education for free in prison. A lot of people don't understand that. They're giving that for free. You in prison, you you're indigent. They want they want you they want to teach you, but most people don't take advantage of the stuff. They don't see it as a silver lining. They don't see it as I I took my twelve years in prison as a silver lining, man. It gave it gave me time to sit down and get knowledge yourself and, and know what I want out of life and know how to articulate myself and be my own best advocate in my own situation and even other people's situations who don't have a voice. While I'm willing to advocate for them. You know, I got a, you know, a bachelor's degree in theology. I learned about all types of stuff. I got two degrees from Puppies Behind Bars. I've been on HBO documentaries. 
and I've been on Titanic uh, and all type of stuff in prison, from prison. Hmm. Yeah, know, yeah. Said, you know, it, it depends on the caliber of person, man. At the end of the day, man, it, it depends on the caliber of person and what you're willing to do. They always say you get what you put out. Facts. Well, I put out positive energy, man. And all I want back is positive energy, man. I'm here to help the people, man, and teach the people, man. That's what I'm here for. So, 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 let me ask you this, man, brother Malik. Um, so, what do you think is the best solution to for people to handle the situation that you're currently in? Like, how do you know? How do people get around that? You know what I mean? Do they go out and reach out to civil rights lawyers? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, break some of this down. You know. For people who don't know, I know, but just break it down for me. Yeah, honestly, yo, listen, honestly, to tell you the honest truth, man, I've been doing it, you know, pro se on my own because I feel that um, I'm my own, I'm my own best advocate. You heard? Yeah. Um, a few, a few of these civil rights, a few of the civil rights lawyers that I did reach out to. Uh, yeah, give me a second, brother. A few civil rights people that I did speak out to. Um. Uh, D'Angelo Marshall, um, uh, um, uh, Mr. Barquette, um, the few of these lawyers that I reached out to, they, they, they seem kind of hesitant on taking a case where they're dealing with Suffolk County PD or they're, they're dealing with, you know, certain violations. They, they, they are worried about backlash or whatever may happen. But for me, you know, I'm not worried about backlash. As long as I got the truth on my side, man, that's what it is. I'm upfront, honest with my parole officer with everything, and that's a big key, man. To be upfront, honest with everybody, man, because you can't hide if you're honest. If you're being straightforward, there's no reason to hide because you're not doing nothing underhanded. So you can walk with your head held high. You can walk with the confidence, like you know, you're supposed to be doing this because you are doing it. Facts. You know, so like I said, it depends on the person. If you, if you, my relationship with my parole officer is great, man. Like, I can call him at 10 o'clock in the morning. I can call him at 11 o'clock at night and tell him, yo, listen, I'm stressed out. I don't know what to do. Mm. You know? A lot of people can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, can, I can do that, you know? And, and it, it, that's a blessing, man, to have a parole officer that really knows what their job entails and to go the full distance of doing their job. His job is how can I help you succeed? And it's not too many parole officers out there that's doing that nowadays, man. You know what I'm saying? He asked what can he do to help you succeed? And there's, there's not a lot of people that's doing that, man. There's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you're right. Nah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, you man. Know, they, 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 they still quick to lock you up for any little infraction or anything. Even if you go to them and be honest, like, yo, listen... This is what happened. This was the situation. Well, we don't care. We locking you up. You wasn't supposed to do this. But you didn't give me even give me a moment to even explain the whole situation to you. You rather lock me up and say let the judge deal with that. Yeah, that's 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 the shit that always seems to go on all the time, man. And it's just like, you know, everybody passing the um Passing, passing the buck off, you know what I mean? I'm going to just call it passing Absolutely. the buck off. Absolutely. You, you know, because it's like when... They do, man. Like, like I said in my paperwork, Marv, like, I got this, the basically the attorney general lady lying on the stand, man. You lying saying this is what parole told you. But in your black and white paperwork, they saying that this totally different. Everything you saying is totally what they saying is wrong. So, so it doesn't... I, it, I 
It doesn't coincide with what what her statements are, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, This 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 particular lady, whatever she's saying to you know into the courts, you know, it doesn't coincide with what her paperwork says. What was written on black and white? I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got. At the end of the day, man, like, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm still here. I'm fighting. I'm following what they tell me to do. You want me to go to Phoenix House? No problem. I'll go to Phoenix House. No problem. I'm not going to buck the system or try to rock the boat from my end game or my end goal. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do exactly what you need me to do. Yeah, I was the kid, DJ. Oh, okay. I'm going to follow your rules and, and protocol because you're looking for a different response from me. You're looking for me to be the old me that you have on paper. But I'm no longer that person that you have on paper. You just go off that number and what you have down on that paper. I'm not him no longer. Yeah. I I had 12 years to change my whole life around and to dig deep and to find something totally different. And there's a light within inside of me that I got to push out to the people now. Hey, man. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that that need to hear. Some people, you know, we can't say old people, but some people out there, with that definitely um you know i I mean as you you know i'm gonna just backtrack a little bit how you say like you know certain lawyers that don't want to you know you know pick up certain cases like that you know because they you know they have earmarks you know that they gotta do for people in the counties that they work in and that kind of like you know be a big part of that you know because people don't want to tackle on those type of civil those type of civil cases because they don't want backlash from their you know their peers and co-workers you know you got to remember man lawyers judges police officers man you know they all clicked up together man just like people in the street man they all clicked up together and a lot of them click up and a lot of them don't click up you know that's just the way it goes and a lot of times you know when you're dealing with government agencies you know as always, uh, it's always some bullshit, personally, always some bullshit when you're dealing with government agencies, especially when it comes to lawyers and, you know, people not wanting, you know, not wanting to, you know, speak up on people's behalfs and shit like that, man. So I, I definitely understand. You know why I can agree with that so much is because I went out of my I went out of my way to get I mean, fuck that. Put that motherfucker on blast. Fuck that. Put that motherfucker on blast. This the Money Marv report, man. Fuck that. We put nigga, we put motherfuckers on blast. I went out my way to hire this lawyer named Steve Vandell, man. Uh, Nassau County. His name is Steve Vandell. So he's on a parole board committee. He's got all these things and all these accolades that he's spitting to me while he's, yo, collecting my two bands. And I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. Like, all right. But what I'm telling you to go in here and do... You're not willing to go in here and do. I'm telling you, yo, listen, that signature that you got on my parole paperwork, 
is false, it's faulty, it's wrong, so that the warrant that it stands on and the reason that they have me in there is wrong. So why yeah. are you going to go in there and you want to tell me, well, you got to take that up on a higher court because uh, the parole judge doesn't want to hear those type of things. But wait a minute, I'm sitting in front of an administrative law judge and he can say yes or no, but you're telling me that he's not going to do that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's because he's scared, man. And then when they tell you, listen, when they tell you you locked up and you're on the securest line and you're talking to your lawyer and everything you're saying is that the time that's recorded and listening to, yeah, I say things, you know, on that phone just to see what was going to happen. And a lot of things that I said, you know, I, I put them on blast. Listen, you're not going to, you know, when you're going to that parole hearing, you're supposed to be the administrative law judge, the stenographer, the uh, uh, parole education specialist. Your lawyer and you, not four other lawyers from legal aid sitting in that room hearing what's going on with your case. Hmm, yeah, 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 you definitely see. But they sitting in there listening to that, so after I put that on blast on a securist line, next thing I know, I go on the court the next day. The four legal aid lawyers ain't sitting in there no more, they sitting outside talking about, mm hmm, mm hmm. You know, at the end of the day, man, you know, a lot of this shit, man, with, with the with the penal system, man, is about money, man. And the counties, the money, states. Money, money. Prisons is big business, man. Prisons is big business. Ask Michael Jordan. Yeah, he invested about $48 million in some prisons. Fuck that crackhead nigga Michael Jordan, man. Shots fired, <laughs> Shots fired at that crackhead nigga Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. I'm listening, man. What'd you say? Yeah, right. Michael Jordan's always invested money in prisons, man. That's because his father got killed, man. Nah, yeah, I think it's about $48 million Michael Jordan invested in in the private prison system, man. That's just like Bob Barker, man. You know what I mean? From The Price is Right, man. He owned the whole core craft in the state of New York prison programs, man. Go ahead. Don't, 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 talk, don't stop talking about the killer shot, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> nah, bro. It's, just, it's, it, it's the truth, though, man. It's... It's you know it's the truth, man. You know Michael Jordan is one example, you know, but you know understand why he did invest in you know the prison system. Far as just like because you know, you know Michael Jordan is a degenerate gambler, man, and you know he owed he had gambling debts, man, and he was getting extorted, man, and they killed his pops, man, and so you know quite naturally, you know. You know, he, you know, he just said, fuck it. I'm just going to invest in private, you know, in funding private prisons with other millionaires and billionaires. It's all about the money, man. That's, at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to, man. It comes down to everybody passing the buck, trying to cover each other's hands because they don't want this, this, this thing, this big money situation to, to spew out. Because once it comes and once you put, rip a band-aid off of it, it's over. Once, once, once one band-aid is pulled off, everything else is going to come out. And they don't, they don't want that. They try to keep it covered so deep that they got judges and lawyers and everybody washing each other's hand and, oh, no, because you're doing this, I got to go over here and tell this one. And it, it's a big game of cat and mouse. And it, 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 I hate to say it, but it's, 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 it's lower-class America, white and black and Spanish people that get caught up, isn't it? 
you can't just put it on one race. No, it's, it's a whole demographic area that, you know, they 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 they, they put us in compromising positions and expect us not to not to do what we 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 I don't want to say taught to do, or it's a learned behavior that we pick up. And it only comes from the top, man. The biggest drug deals in the world is the pharmaceutical company. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put everybody on blast when you show them all. I don't want to. I don't want to go crazy and dig too deep because I might hurt some people's feelings, man. Well, man, this is the money mar report, man. Yeah, you know I mean, we 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 reporting we reporting uh, the corruption of the government and the penal system and other things as well, man. I mean, listen, man. You know, man, I don't hold no punches back, man. Listen, ain't nobody stopping me, man. Ain't I know, nobody. I know you don't, man. I know, but like we said, like, man, some of these people ain't ready. Their IQ levels ain't up there yet, man. You know, you, know, you got a lot of brain-dead idiots running around here. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of brain-dead idiots running around. They still believe in that, you know, this 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 this, this war on drugs that's been going on since the Reagan administration is actually doing something. You know, they, they 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 want to read all these books in jail. What's the other one? Be- Behold the pale white horse. The invisible man. All that old. Not paying attention to what's going on, man. All they not paying attention to what's going on, man. You know, and. Time and, and research. One book is going to send you to another book. And then that book is going to send you to another book. And then that book is going to send you to somewhere else, man. You got to pay attention to this stuff, man. This shit is all a game, man. I, I just said, nah, as you just said, you know, as you named off some of those books, man, like, you know, what is it, uh, Black Robes, White Justice, all that type of stuff, man, you know, how you said, like, it'll lead you to this, it'll lead you to that, you know, a lot of that information still goes on, but a lot of it is outdated from, you know what I mean, from what, I, you know, from what I, from what I understand, a lot of it is outdated, I get it. You know what I mean? Because the you know the the system has changed so much though over the last forty, fifty years, man. Like shit is outdated, man, and ain't nobody giving no updated information. People reciting shit they read from a book, man, that happened thirty years ago, man. I mean, some of it can relate, but then some of it doesn't relate. I mean, listen, if you were listen, we, we, you want to go updated, I got updated for you, man. We, <laughs> we can talk about this whole, we, we can talk about this whole, this whole entire, uh, 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 this whole entire Osama Bin Laden situation, man. We can talk about that. We can blow that up real fast. Because they went over there for weapons of mass destruction, and there wasn't nothing over there. But the biggest export out of that country is opium and poppy seeds. So I'm just trying to figure out how the drug companies want to cover that up. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Listen, brother Malik, stay. Definitely right about that. And listen, brother Malik, stay on the line, man. I gotta, 
I gotta pay some. I gotta pay some bills real quick, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll be back in one minute. All right, stay on the line, brother Malik. Hold on. Hey yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the kid DJ Money Marv. Councilman of the streets. Hey yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the kid DJ Money Marv. Right now you're locked into 631 Long Island Radio. Councilman of the streets. Hey yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the kid DJ Money Marv. Westbeats.com and check out the wide variety of beats in Mike West's collection. Downloads are instant, so you don't have to wait. If you have a higher budget for your project, you can also purchase a custom beat from MikeWest. MikeWest has been delivering professional sound quality for over eight years. He has thousands of loyal customers and sells some of the best beats that money can buy. If you are located in New York, you can even book a recording session with MikeWest. MikeWest Beats, commercial music production. MikeWestBeats.com Brother Malik, are you still there? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, folks, man. I'm gonna just up, just let me update the people real quick on what we discussing, man. You know, we we pretty much, man, discussing, um, you know, um, <sighs> corruption, man, in the in the penal system, man. And the different things that go on with law enforcement, with corrections officers, lawyers, judges, and different things like that. So everybody that's tuning in, man, I'm just bringing y'all up to speed on what we're talking about because this is something that you know goes on every day, all day, every day, and a lot of people don't pay attention to that, man. So yeah, brother Malik, man, I'm gonna lead us into this here. Like, um, how could I say it? How, how could I say this? <laughs> I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to just choose my words uh, the right way. Um, damn, man, I got dogs barking upstairs and shit, man. Come on, man, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's what happens, man, when you when you're doing your show in your house, man. I was fucking devil dogs barking and shit and all over the place, but oh, um, <laughs> nah, um. Yeah, man, and 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 the the reality of it is, man, a lot of people are not, a lot of people are misinformed on this education. We don't have people informing people about these things that go on all the time. You know what I mean? When you're dealing with these type of situations out there, and a lot of people are blind to the fact that what goes on. Then you got people in the world that haven't had these experiences so they feel like these things don't apply to them you know what i'm saying hello yeah yeah Yeah, Uh, you know a lot of people don't people who haven't been through these situations they feel like these things don't apply to them because they haven't experienced it You know, they may know somebody who's been through it, but they haven't been through it themselves. So they're going to, you know, turn a blind eye on that. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. There's a lot of people that, and that, 
when it, when it comes to that point, it's up to us to educate the people. It's up to us at the end of the day to give them the knowledge that we have, man. It, it, it's, it's knowledge that we've gained over periods of time. It's knowledge that we've gained uh, through our walks of life and the trials and tribulations that we've gone through. You know, and, and at the end of the day, it's up to us to be able to convey a message to these people and let them know what's real and what's not. They've had their, as, as, as the Matrix says, you want to take the, 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 the blue pill or the red pill. <laughs> he would take the... the red pill. That red pill unlock a whole lot of things, man. Hit different, as, they, as the young boys say, hit different. Yeah, yeah, hit different, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly what they do, man. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Don't think because it's just not, it's not, oh, it's not happening to you. No, somewhere along the line, it's, it's, it's happening to someone in your family you're just not ready for it yet, or you want to talk about it and sweep it under the rug like it's a pink elephant in the room because nobody wants, nobody wants to deal with it. We want to keep it low-key because we don't want the neighbors to know about what we, what, what's going on because we look bad. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, definitely, definitely, man, definitely. That's what it is, man. If people are so worried about looking bad or saying the wrong thing that now every all through life now you have to walk through with eggshells. And, and, and that that wasn't true for the, the, the LGBT committee or whatever they are. That wasn't true for them. Oh. For, for years, it was a stigma that they were the ones that the main contributors to the HIV virus. But come to find out, they wasn't. Yeah, facts. You know, I, I can touch base on a whole lot of topics, and I got a whole lot of information that will blow people's mind that they would not expect a black man to have. No. Uh, a black man to be able to speak the way that I do. It scares them. They're scared of me. I'm like the next Martin Luther King, maybe. they scared. They might assassinate me right now. Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen, man. I look at it like this, man. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out for the right cause and the right purpose. You know what I'm saying? And we I'm all serve, we all serve some type of purpose. Hmm? Go ahead. Listen, you didn't have to stand by my side when I reached out from prison, man, and be like, yo, listen, this is what the situation is. You didn't have to stand there, man, but you, you know, like I said, we grew up in the same sandbox. We went to the same school together. We had some of the same friends together. Like, and to this day, we still, boys in the hood, like, we still, you know, worked at some of the same jobs together, you know. That's what we do, man. And we, we have elevated to a point now to where now we feel that, it's on us to give back to our community that we somewhat help restore. Absolutely, that's and as you we didn't have the proper knowledge then to know that yo we are out here destroying this community, but nowadays now we now we do know, and now it's on us to fight for the change and to advocate for people to join on board and you know help us bring back the community that bring the community back to what it should be how it should be, you know what I'm saying help. There's no, there's no more youth organizations for kids where you can teach them or they can go and hang out. Now they're just hanging out on the corner selling drugs and shooting heroin and running around with AR-15. And we want to we wanna blame that on the upbringing of the child or, or this. It, it, it takes a community to raise a child. That's why I'm saying it's so big. You know, and it's funny that you say that, you know, like I currently work for a youth organization, you know, and... You know, I'm involved with the new Suffolk County Community Credible Messenger Program. You know what I'm saying? I am actually the lead credible messenger for the Suffolk County Credible Messenger Initiative here in Suffolk County, Long Island, in the New York, in the greater New York area. You know, because I am an ex-con, I am credible because I've been through the system. So, you know, I'm currently working with kids right now as we speak on these on these subjects and topics that we speak on and stuff like that because i don't do topics i do subjects here on sunday night (laughs) you know what i'm saying so you know i I definitely can say like you know i'm definitely actively involved that's why i call myself dj money mob the councilman of the streets because i'm i'm actively in the streets you know what i mean when half these you know when half these so-called you know ex-cons and you know 
whatever you want to be called, ex-cons, you know, convicts, whatever, and people say, yeah, man, I'm trying to give back, man. Half these these dudes out here, I don't even see them on the front line, you know what I mean, in their community, working with some type of of organization, whether it's the Youth Enrichment Service Organization, whether it's the SNUG program, uh, you know, uh, you know different different programs there are certain programs out here but when you're dealing with these community organ community-based organizations you got to remember too with them it's about the money and i don't want to be i don't want to sound fucked up when i say this but i'm going to say this a lot of these community organizations i call them poverty pimps you know what i'm saying i call them poverty pimps because you're pimping the government to to say that you're helping the poor and they ain't really helping nobody. And I'm not, you know, shitting on Huh? That's like that's like the um I'd have to cut you off more, but that's like the building's going for the church that's been going on forever. Yeah. Yeah, man. feedback down Malik uh, never mind hold on I'm just checking my feedback I don't know why I got getting all this feedback coming in hold up a sec go ahead go ahead in this day and age people don't exist people don't exist those type of people don't exist in this day and age you know shit man we got mamas and grandmamas dropping it like it's hot <laughs> so we Stigma of trying to look good for everybody else. 
That's that that's that superficial status shit, man, people worry about. Few others out there to really, you know what I mean, push 
push the push the push the movement of knowledge. You know what I mean? Knowledge itself. And a lot of people don't want to do that because everybody's so worried about the bag. Shit, I'm worried about the bag too. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna get to it how I get to it. I don't know, brother. They, they they stuck in a different path, man, than we are, man. They haven't they haven't had that how can I say um crash dummy moment. They haven't had that that brick wall moment where where you smack into that brick wall at 100 miles an hour and your whole life comes flashing before your eyes real quick and you be like whoa. They ain't had that moment yet, man. And I hate to say it, like my mom used to say all the time, man. They ain't their the light bulb ain't turned on yet, baby. You gotta wait. Yeah, the elevator ain't going up too far. Now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These niggas. So my, mom, my mom is a big, she is a big advocate. Um, she says, you say this all the time, Mom. Why do you think God put your tongue behind all of them teeth to keep him involved because it's the most deadliest weapon you ever have in your life? Definitely, definitely. You know, and it's like, you know, listen. People can take away, they can take my car, they can take my house, they can take my clothes, but the one thing they can't take away from me is my knowledge and what I know. You can kill me, but you can never take away my knowledge. And nah, they can't take that away because we, we the type of individuals that pass it on, and when we pass it on, it speaks for itself, man. It, it continues to manifest itself. You know, even if you just teach it to your son or even if I can teach it to my son, it, man, it manifests itself, man. It's gonna, it's gonna reap what it sows, man. It's gonna, it's gonna come back. You, you and you're absolutely right. And I just think that the biggest problem that I personally see for our communities is that, you know, people are unaware. We don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of people, man. Really, you know, pushing, pushing the message enough to where it reaches out, it reaches people. And like I said, it's the apathy, man. And for what, and for people that don't know what apathy means, it means lack of interest. I've said it before, but you know, people just don't have no interest for that because people are like, ah, oh, that nigga talking some bullshit. He talking that old political, that geopolitical shit and all that other shit. And you know what I mean? Fuck that shit, my nigga. I'm trying to go smoke a blunt, and you know. You know, hit, yeah, yeah. hit the blunt one time. You know, I'm trying to go drink some. I'm trying to go drink some Hennessy and all that kind of shit. Oh, the black man go crazy drink. Yeah, that's that black man go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know that type of shit. So, you know, <laughs> so, nah, man, it's it's the truth, man. It's the it's the truth, though. We laugh because listen, you know, we keep, I gotta say it again. We laugh because we don't experience it. We don't went through that that stage in life. And, and it, it's something that we can relate to. That's why it's so funny. That's why it, it hits home with us. And, you know, there, there's some people that, you know, that we grew up with that they ain't here no more, man. They're not alive no more. It's a, maybe from our crew, it's maybe about six of us that's still alive. Maybe it's that. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. It's a, yeah, man. It's about six of us, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. So we're able. Here I am, 36 years old, and I'm still able to have, you know, full range of motion, have, you know, positive conversations, and I'm allowed to preach to people. Not so much preach, but give you a, a message of I understand where you're coming from, 
and you don't have to do that. The same message my father tried to give to me that I wasn't receptive of, but I had to sit myself behind bars for 12 years and to, to become receptive. And, and, and in a roundabout way, I had to fault myself in order to understand that, hey, yo, well, he did it for me, so I don't have to do it. And the same thing I try to teach my son now, my children now, that they don't have to go through it because I already went through it. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I definitely understand, man, definitely, you know. Even me, you know, I was having a conversation on a previous show, man, um, last month, man, and, you know, and we were, you know, we were talking about, you know, our children and different things. See, I have an autistic son, so, you know what I mean? I don't have to worry about certain things. I don't have to worry about my son indulging in, engaging in drugs and and engaging in illegal nefarious activity. So I don't have to worry about that, but I have other issues to worry about. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, and a lot of people out there, they have to worry about those issues. I don't. I have to worry about other issues, which is, you know, which is fine. I'm cool with that, but I'd rather worry about those other issues than having to worry about my son knocking some girl up or possibly getting arrested for killing somebody or raping somebody, anything. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm fortunate, you know, enough not to have to worry about that. You know. Nah, and, but you can well. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna say this to you. You know, we cool in the Phantom Five, but don't don't use that autistic thing as a crutch, man. Your child is still normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he has autism too. My yeah, yeah. Has autism too. He goes to um, building blocks and Comac, and you know he's um, you know on, on the spectrum, and they, you know I don't I lost my mother you know with my 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 niece who has shaken baby syndrome. Do not treat them less than treat them as a child, and 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 allow them to don't dumb things down for them at all ever in any part of your life. You know they try to teach my son sign language. I'm not with that. Teach him how to yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally get that. You know what I mean? I was just saying that's just it's certain issues that I don't have to worry about. You know what I'm saying? I don't gotta worry about my son going out committing crimes and you know what I mean, that's all I'm saying with it. I I'm not saying as in you know, terms of um, like you know, as a crutch or anything. Nah, not at all. You know, I just was. You know, we, we have those stigmas. We have those stigmas with people that listen here, and you know, we gotta put that. You gotta put it all the way out there for them, cause they think that we we might be using that as a. Nah, nah, not not at all, not at all. Fuck them if they think that. Truthfully, nah, that's not what it is. All I was just saying is, you know, I don't have to worry about. Some of that. I don't have to worry about my child going out into the world, going through the experiences that I I went through. You know what I mean? You know because I don't have to worry about that. But definitely, I agree with you one hundred percent. And you know, I just think what what our the, the what our community and the people where we come from, because we all come from the hip hop culture, the urban culture. You know, that, that urban culture is the political term, but the hip-hop culture, you know, a lot of us as hip-hop parents, millennial parents, you know, we come from a different cloth than what our grandparents came from. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying our grandparents because, you know, a lot of our parents were not like our grandparents. You know what I mean? Our parents were... My mom is. You don't ran into McGann once or twice, Mom. Stop playing yourself. <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, so... I mean... <laughs> you know, so I mean, you know, it, it's it, it's you know, it's it's definitely uh, you know, it's definitely crazy out there, man. The way things are, man. But I just think the people and our communities, man. You know, from the hip hop community, you know, a lot of us don't pay attention to a lot of things, and we just kind of worry about, you know, what the fuck, Jay Z being a billionaire. That's cool, but nigga, I don't give a fuck about Jay-Z becoming a fucking billionaire motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> like, yeah. shit. I, I, nigga, I got my own issues to worry yeah, about. That's like, that's, like that's like the same thing from uh, that movie of Bronx Tale. He told, he told some little collage, you know, yo, listen, you, you worried about so-and-so, Mickey Mantle, did Mickey Mantle pay your bills? Hell no. <laughs> Hell fucking no. You know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell fucking no. You know, and a lot of people, man. Mickey Mantle ain't paying your bills. You think Mickey Mantle wake up in the morning and ask what you eating for breakfast? Nah. <laughs> you, you know, so a lot of people from the hip hop community and from our culture, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just speaking for the African American community. I'm not speaking for no other community. You know what I mean? They got their own issues. I'm just speaking for my community. People in my community, you know what I'm saying, do not give a fuck about what goes on in their community. Listen, long as my, long as me and mine good, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And long as I'm good and I got what I got, fuck it. I don't want to be bothered with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, I think that's wrong because you should care about your fellow man. You should care about your fellow sister, your fellow brother. But a lot of us, sometimes we just so caught up in our, we get so consumed with our own thing and our own objectives that, you know, we kind of disregard everything and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. fuck, and it's fucked up that it's like that. You know, you can't even get, just, just I'm going to just say like this. And everybody who's been through the prison system, the penal system, can relate to this, right? You get locked up. You can't even get motherfuckers. You can't even round 10 people up to put $50, man, towards your bail or send you some commissary money. You know what I'm saying? You can't even get... Huh? You ain't never lie about that. You ain't never lie about that. Because when the blunts is flowing and the drinks is flowing, it's all good. He 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 ha ha. We laughing. We having a good time. But when the serious shit go down, ain't nobody there, man. Ain't nobody there for you. Ain't nobody there for you when the serious nope. shit go down. And that shit is that that shit is nah, what kills you, me. Well, you can't you can't say it like that, Marv. You can't say it like that, man. Because it be they be them few. They be them few. There be them few, you know. My mama, mama always got everybody back. You already know how that hit. That's a, that's a different hit. Mama always in your corner, no matter. Yeah, no yeah. matter if you did it or not, my baby ain't do that. Yeah, yeah, I you feel know? you. You know, I'm talking. Um, you know, mama's one thing, but 
when we get into something, the first person we run to is mama. If you got a pops there that you cool with, you run into your pops. You dig what I'm saying? But you ain't running to the home. You ain't running a homeboy that you done. I got at the end of the day, I got to shout out a few brothers that done held me down while I was locked up for my 12. They made sure they sent Miss Annual, Miss Angel, send us to Malik. Make sure he good up there. Make sure he getting big. Here, send this little hundo to Malik. Make sure he good. They know who they is. The people out there, they know. You know, they 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 did what they were supposed to do, man. They made sure my mama was good. They made sure I was good. Yo, you know, and there's those few stand up individuals that you have out there like that. No, nah, you definitely, definitely depending on you know your social crowd of people you deal with, depending on the people you deal with, you know, because there are some out there, but there, there's very, there's is very few and it's very rare to have people, man. I think, man, while I was while I was up north in the mountains, man, I think one person I know, you know, what I mean, it was kind of somebody that I least expected it from. You feel me? You know, but they tend to do somebody else, man. But you know, so shout outs to. To that brother for doing that but that's just you know one in my personal experience you feel what i'm saying yeah you know shit even my right hand man them niggas ain't never even send me nothing while i was away you feel me but they wrote me some letters you know what i mean kept me you know kept 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 me strong-minded kept me staying mental-minded so I'm appreciated. I'm I'm grateful for that. You know what I'm saying. And even sometimes money don't even matter, bro. Nigga, letters enough. You feel me? Just to hear me. One time, I'm not gonna cut you off right there. That's the most important thing. That's that's another thing society doesn't understand, man. When they lock you away, they take away everything, man. They take away your your sense of you even being a human being. You are now a number. My number is zero seven eight thirteen hundred. You know, and at the end of the day, they take away everything, your sense of pride, your sense of wealth. And the only thing that gets that back is a simple letter from your mama or a simple letter from just anybody. Just anybody just pick up the phone when you hit them on that security line and you can talk to somebody for 10 minutes. Not even a whole 15 minute click or a half an hour click of no. Just 10 minutes being able to say, yo, hey, how you doing? Or them checking on you and being like, yeah, I put money on the phone so you can call whenever you need somebody to speak to. Oh, yeah, just the facts. say the little things you know as i was early in the broadcast you know what i mean you i'm i'm i was you know touching on a relationship thing real quick before you call them but as you say the little things it's like with your woman the little things matter you know what i'm saying if you make a tea in the morning and you put it beside the bed and have it there waiting for her you know what i'm saying Uh, absolutely you make a whole breakfast for her have her sitting there you stand there with your smile on like what's up how you doing yeah you yeah, know, yeah, little yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Listen, the young boy say, look, that's, that hip difference. 
<laughs> you know, I don't. I'm out of touch with all the, uh, you know, the the young lingo, but I get it. <laughs> I definitely. Women, women appreciate that, man. Dudes that do that are very few and far in between, man. And they don't realize when they got a dude that has a heart like that, or that he does little things like that. He was raised properly by by his mother, or you know. In my situation, I got sisters. I'm, I'm the only boy. I got none but sisters, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from my sister. My older sister came off. She, you know, she taught me a lot. She always got my back and told me, you know, my mom told me, you know, if you beat on your sister, you're going to beat on your wife. And I ain't raised no man that's going to beat on no women. We ain't doing that. Hey, respect that totally. You're treat them like the queens that they are. Definitely, you know. So the little things is what counts. You know what I'm saying? The little things are what is what counts. Just to go to 7-Eleven and she's sitting in the car and just bring a little rose and say, hey, babe, I was thinking about you. Exactly my point. You know what I mean? Exactly my point. It's the little things, you know what I mean? That, you know, that counts so much, man. And that's the same thing as when you're locked up, you know what I mean? It's the little things that count, you know what I mean? You know, just... Just to get that, just to be on that mail list, you feel me? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I definitely understand, man. You know, definitely understand, man. Yeah, Brother Malik, man. So it definitely was a pleasure chopping it up with you live on the air, man. Talking about, you know, this, you know, I don't know how to even explain. We're going to touch base on a little bit of everything tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, and and you know your wife, man. She been tuned in to the show, man, the whole time, man. You know, so she advocating and riding for you, man. So, you know, shout out to her as well. You know what I mean for tuning in and all that other good stuff, man. So I definitely, definitely appreciate your call, man. Appreciate the message that you that you conveying and putting out there for the people, man. That's definitely dope, definitely big, man, and. And for folks that are just now tuning in, you know what I mean? You can call up, man, 631-557-8916. This is the Money Marv Report. I'm your host, Money Marv, the councilman, man. And and Brother Malik, once again, man, listen, man, stay focused, man. Hold your head, man. You'll be back to, you know what I mean? Back to... Back to back to real New York with your wife, your kids, and your family, man. Just stay strong, brother, I'll be man. Too, man. Listen, I'll be I'll be in a hood near you. You know what I mean? You'll be doing the same thing. A hood near you. Definitely, definitely, my brother, man. I'm gonna let you go, man. If you wanna get some shout outs before you get off the air, man, because we are live, man, in 38 different countries I mean, around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my family, man. Without my family, I wouldn't be nothing, man. Without the people that support me every day, my mom, my, my sisters, without them, you know, God in my life and, and the way that they did or touching my life in the way that they did, I wouldn't be nothing without any of them, man. You know, uh, my boy Bang out there, you know, doing his thing. J.U., holla at y'all, man. Thank you for holding me down while I was locked up, making sure my mom was good, making sure I'm good till this day. You know, there's, there's, there's some real live people out there. There's some real people that do real things, and, you know, that's what it is, man. 
Definitely, definitely. Your peace and love, brother Malik, man. Thanks for your call, man. Thanks for the informative information. You know what I'm saying? You acting like the minister of information right now. Appreciate your call, man. On the chop down, man. You know what I mean? But I definitely got to keep the show rolling, touch on a couple other subjects for for the night, man, on the Money Marv Report, man. And listen, man, listen, man, just click that link, bro, man. And you know what I mean? Check me out sometimes. I'm on, listen, I'm always a phone call away, man. I love you, man. Love you too, bro. Be safe. Peace. That was uh that was my brother, my my brother man, brother Malik man, talking on a couple of things, y'all. I'm just gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get into a little bit of music. music. You hear the rage when I talk I don't care about walking the stage I've been locked in the cage So I keep the gauge Cause the pages of my life get deep Like the writings on the wall I'm a ball till I fall Growing up in the hood Things wasn't always good We live for everything But we die for nothing Homicide stay creeping through my block Cause they know them glocks pop Them dead bodies get picked up My 12 gauge shoddy Turn your brains to wet meat, look if I'm sleepwalking in hell Send a 44 bulldog shell through your motherfucking head Put the metal to the pedal, put your head to the floor My nigga shoddy hottie, split your brains in half I spit lyrical, futuristic metaphors that go way beyond existence I blow trees like I'm blowing in the wind My flow get deep like the surface of the earth Let me tell you a story, let me paint you a picture Let me give you a vision let me give you some wisdom, let me give you some hope Let me give you some wings so you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you a story, let me paint you a picture Let me give you a vision, let me give you some wisdom Let me give you some hope, let me give you some wings So you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you The only time I'm sleeping, unless I'm dead I put hot lead in a nigga head, leave a nigga dead If he keep messing with my bread the story of my life get deep like the sleeping prophet Mr. Marvelous, let me drop you a bomb Let me spit you a Psalms 2-17-82, a.m. Aquarius born, I was born with a curse Now I put it in a verse I push a nigga off in a hearse If he force my hand Them guns and them hearses go hand in hand Y'all ain't rap niggas know them verses And them hearses go hand in hand them crack sales, they go hand in hand And in the streets I learn hand to hand combat So fuck making the band I pop nine shots through your Land Rover Game over when I put your body in the sand Mr. Sandman, give me a dream Mr. Sandman, give me a dream Don't let me catch you sleeping Let me tell you a story Let me paint you a picture Let me give you a vision Let me give you some wisdom Let me give you some hope let me give you some wings so you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you a story, let me paint you a picture Let me give you a vision, let me give you some wisdom Let me give you some hope, let me give you some wings So you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you a story You know, that's some more, Mr. Marvelous One like music Let me paint you a picture, let me give you a vision, let me give you some wisdom, let me give you
you some wings so you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you a story, let me paint you a picture Let me give you a vision, let me give you some wisdom Let me give you some hope, let me give you some wings so you can fly high to the sky Let me tell you What's going on folks man, it's your boy Money Marv I am back man, just for purposes man, that is my legal song so i own the rights to that song so i can actually play that live on the air so um that's what it is man shout out to everybody man that so on the check-in man shout out to everybody all across the world locally globally internationally shout out to y'all shout out to everybody man that's rocking out with me on the check-in man that was me and my boy brother malik man chopping it up about the penal system and how corrupt the penal system is. Um, I'm going to segue into something else, man. Um, Earlier, I was talking about can relationships get in the way of your goals. Touched on that a little bit, man. I'm going to touch on sports, man. Um, I guess I was proved wrong. Kawhi Leonard definitely did leave the Toronto Raptors. He signed with the Los Angeles Clippers for $142 million. Damn. And the Knicks is the most dumbest franchise ever. Dolan, you need to just sell the Knicks, man, and get up out of New York, man. For real, man. How the fuck do you let Kevin Durant go, man? How do you let Kevin Durant go, man? Brooklyn got co- um, Brooklyn got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. The Knicks are the most fucking stupidest basketball organization I've ever fucking met in my fucking life. I swear to fucking God, they are, man. So fucking, so fucking stupid, man. How to, you know, somebody hit me up. I'm live on the fucking air right now. So why you hitting me up? Yeah, man, but the Knicks, man, I don't know, man. The dumbest organization in New York, (laughs) in NBA history ever, man. How do you let, how do you, man, (laughs) how do you, you know, man, how do you just, how do you pass on the best player in the game, man, Kevin Durant, man? How do you pass him up, man? How the fuck do you pass on him, man? Damn, man. The New York Knicks, man, ain't got no shot, man. They've been losing for the last 20 goddamn years. They ain't been shit since the Latrell Sprewell and Allen Houston era, man. The Knicks are fucking done, man. They're fucking done. So all you Knicks fans out there, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling the truth, man. The Knicks are done. It is what it is. It is what the fuck it is. Um, but yeah, folks, man, if you missed the episode, man, you can catch me on anchorfm.com. Check out the Money Marv Report podcast. You know what I'm saying? Go to Google Podcast. Go to Google Podcast. You can go everywhere, man, and catch me there, man. You can catch me on all digital media platforms, man. Soon, man, I'll be on Spotify and everything else. Um, with this with this whole movement, man. So shout out to everybody, man, that supports 631 Long Island Radio. I'm glad to be back here on a Sunday night.
doing my Sunday night show, man. I still will be doing the Thursday night show, man, from um 10, 30, 10, 10 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. I still will do the Long Island Artist Spotlight. So Long Island Artists, international artists all over the world, man. You can send the music to Anderson Tony. 499 at gmail.com so if you're a rapper singer poet you got some music you got some fire you got some heat send that shit to me i will play it on the thursday night show man i will be on the air two nights a week man thursday and sunday but this is the first show back on a sunday night for me and listen man eight to ten eastern standard time Listen, I will be on the air on Sunday nights, man. Money Marv is back on Sundays. And so what's what I got going on? Listen, folks, I will be doing a, I will be doing some co-hosting at um Strong Island TV Entertainment. I will be doing co-hosting on Rudy's Room, man, and He's pretty dope, man. So check him out on Facebook, Rudy's Room, man. You will see me there July 10th, 2019, 9.30 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on StrongIslandTV.com, Strong Island TV Entertainment. You can catch them on Facebook. So you will see me there this Wednesday night promoting the station and promoting. So I will be on a a Facebook live show, so, so folks, so definitely, you know what I mean, definitely bear with me, so, um, I definitely got some things popping, man, but I will be on the air two nights a week, man, and eventually down the road, I'll probably be doing three nights a week or something like that, I don't know yet, it all depends on how my schedule's flying, man, so, but once again, thanks for everybody that Tuned in to the show, man. Definitely tuned in to the show, man. Definitely rocked out with me, man. So I'm definitely <laughs> appreciating that, man. And I appreciate the conversation that Brother Malik had, um, you know, informed me about, you know, about the, the penal system and different things. So I'm definitely, definitely was enjoying that conversation. A lot of knowledge being spread between the two of us. A lot of informative information. So, man, folks, man. Um, oh, brother Malik, man. Here's what here's what I'll do, man. I when when I upload it, when I upload this to 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 the anchor to anchorfn.com, I will definitely, you know, what I'm saying, let you let you share that, and then you can replay it that way. I definitely will add it to YouTube as well. I did go check out the YouTube channel. Um, you know what I mean? Just put in Money Marv the Councilman, man, and catch me on YouTube, man. Go to my YouTube page as well. All you got to do is punch in 631 Long Island Radio on YouTube, man. I definitely will be, definitely will. Be having some content for them and different things of that nature. Shout out to Doll Doll Dancer. Shout out to Lounge Room Studios. Um, and I'm just doing what I do. Um, and I'm just happy to be back on a Sunday night because I am Mr. Sunday Night, Money Marv, the councilman of the streets. And that's what it is. And listen, man, Thursday night, 10 p.m. to 11.30 p.m., 
Got a dope hip-hop show that I will be doing. So, people, you can send your music, man. You can email me at andersontony499gmail.com and rock out with me, man. I definitely got some definitely got some dope music, man, from some from some dope artists and stuff like that. For a lot of unsigned artists and stuff like that. So word, man. So you know, definitely look out for that, man. I will be doing a Thursday night. I wasn't even gonna do the you know, I'm not even calling the show anymore a Thursday night show, Long Island Artist Spotlight anymore. I'm just gonna call it, you know, the unsigned artist spotlight show every Thursday night. It's an hour and a half show, hip hop show. So everybody, man, just rock out with me, man. I greatly appreciate everybody's support, man. I need the support here on this station, man. And I do have airtime slots available for people. And I do have commercial slots, commercial ads available for people, man. So like I said, I will be rebroadcasting this several different places, YouTube, anchorfm.com and different places like that. So, and all the music played on this show tonight, I do own legal copyrights to the music. So I ain't got to worry about getting flagged and getting in trouble. No fucking way, man, because I can't even put, you know, the spotlight shows on other platforms because people do have their music copywritten and stuff like that. So, Definitely. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up, goddamn it. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Things going on over here. Too much feedback, too much feedback on the microphone, goddammit. Um, but for the most part though, sorry about that, folks, for everybody who's listening in, man. And I just greatly once again, man, appreciate the people that did tune in and those who don't, you know what? Fuck them. They are, you know what I'm saying? Fuck them all, let God sort them out or whatever the fuck. And that's pretty much that, man. And um, basically, I'm going to just leave everybody with this quote of the night because I'm about to get off the air. So, folks, please decrease the apathy, increase the consciousness, peace and love. That's my time. Money Marv, the councilman of the streets. Catch you next Sunday night, 8 p.m., to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure that you tune in next week, man. Got a dope show, man. Dope, dope subjects and all that other stuff. But I'm going to get off the air. I'm going to start running my mouth. And everybody, man, have a great week and have a safe week. <laughs> and tomorrow I'll go back to work. Back to Mon- M- Money Mondays. I'm out. Peace. What's going on, everybody? This is Money Mob, the councilman. First and foremost, let me say this to everybody. AnchorFM.com is the best place to create your new podcast. And also, AnchorFM.com shares your podcast on many different platforms as well. So they help you build a great audience and a great following.